Coming up on this episode of Don't Panic, we're talking tech news, unsurprisingly, including Amazon Prime Air. Where are we a year later? We're also going to talk about Pebble's sketchy workaround for voice texting. We're also going to talk about some scary Apple rumors, uh, likes being the new favorites. We've got some news. We've also got a pile of picks that are just kind of overwhelming. So uh, join us. We're going to talk about it all now on Don't Panic. Stick around. This is Don't Panic, episode number 111, recorded November 30th, 2015, on Lazy Pebble, Sketchy Apple, and Packages from the Sky! Hello everybody and welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast that is chock full of turkey. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by the bacon and sausage of technology. They make breakfast better. It's Colby Rabidou and Dan Miller. Gentlemen, how are we doing this week? Happy Monday to you both. Hey there. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm officially tired of Thanksgiving food, so you're, I'm ready, you're I'm ready for life to continue. I'm over. You know, this was someone pointed this out to me the other day, so I can't take credit. Although I guess I can't give credit because I can't remember who it is. But someone said to me, you know, all the restaurants and stuff come out with. Like I saw Panera had this at my local sub shop. They had a uh, Thanksgiving sub where it's like turkey mm-hmm. and cranberry and gravy. But this is the one time of year you don't want that. <laughs> like, why so, don't they do that in August or something? So D'Angelo's mm-hmm. has a Thanksgiving sub. But the key is that they have their Thanksgiving sub 365 yes. days a year. That's a great idea. Yes. I get that's exclusive. It's like the only thing I get at D'Angelo's. But I only get it like not in November. So 11 months out of the year, I go to D'Angelo's, which there's one in the mall across the street from work, and I get a Thanksgiving sub like at least once a week, and it's great. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. It has everything, too. It has stuffing. It has uh, cranberry sauce, and it comes with like a little cup of weird fake gravy from D'Angelo's, and it's, it's delightful. That's you know, fantastic. Sean, you know what I realized just now that I has been missing in my life is a Goldilocks Zone episode about Thanksgiving food. We well, that's a, we were thinking that's Dan. That's a very good point. We were thinking about doing that, but we did do a full episode on fall and fall yes. related things, and we touched on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So I promise, if we're Maybe still on the air year. next year, yes, <laughs> we will definitely make a point to do that. Yes, we 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 did think about it because um, we definitely had some opinions. So um, also next year for sure. Another fun thing, I, I just accidentally signed into my AIM account for the first time in years. Uh-huh. Somehow it's been like in my messages app on my Mac this whole time, and I did some key combination to log in, <laughs> and there is exactly one person online uh, in my buddy list. I think you should ping him. That's I'm good. thinking about it. I know exactly who it is. Ping them, yeah. ping them, and tell tell them they're they're li- they're uh, live on the air. They're on the show. <laughs> tell tell them what what do they have to say? Is the only user of AIM. <laughs> I think this is one of those people who just stays logged into everything all the time. <laughs> Not to, awesome. I hate but, those people. Uh, <laughs> I like that AIM still works. And often, you know, it's it's an interesting thing about software that I've started to notice now that I've been working with software for like four or five years now. Is that like. If you stop working on something and don't touch it at all, it usually just keeps working. Like, like yeah. if nothing changes, it still goes. Like when we were in school, I did that that project with that thing that like scraped the economics data from like 
some government websites or whatever and put them in a database and it like it still works i just checked on it now it's still going it still scrapes <laughs> this stuff it's just some like shitty php that i wrote when i was a senior in college yeah shitty php is the best kind of php live it yeah. on in fact I, I would argue it's the only valid kind of <laughs> uh feels bad yes it does yes it does <laughs> Now, did uh, I'll ask the the million dollar question? Any uh, any Black Friday shopping for either of you gentlemen? You pick up anything fun online in the stores? Nothing, not a single thing. No. I bought some. I bought a thing last week. I bought a new pair of headphones for work, which is why these headphones are now here. Nice. Oh, interesting. What happened to your other headphones? The like open ear ones. Oh, those are still here, but I realized. I've realized for a long time I've been too lazy to fix anything. It probably causes weird problems with my microphone because they are so loud and leaky. Um, so I decided uh, to forego that. Also, the gosh. problem with these headphones in my in the office is now I have to uh, work with this woman in Germany often. So I'm often on uh, some sort of video call with her. And there's no microphone in these headphones, yeah. and the microphone on the laptop sucks. Yes. And there's no such thing as a small, just dinky little microphone you can stick on your desk. I don't mm -hmm. want. I, I don't have room for like a, a boom mic or one of these things even. Uh, so, anyways, bought a new headset with a built-in microphone. Nice, nice, good purchase. That was it. What about you, Sean? You, you're the you're the yes. Expert. Well, the good news is I spent less than I spent last year. That's good. Now, I spent a lot last year, so I did not buy nothing. But uh, my big... <laughs> Can we get some ballparks on I... these? No, <laughs> I'm too ashamed. Um, I picked up some carry-on luggage, which is fantastic. I really needed a new one, and I got a beautiful piece on sale. Um, Tech-wise, I picked up a... After Colby raved about his soundbar, I picked up a soundbar as well um, with the subwoofer. I'm very excited. Um, and if it's, if it's good, I'll pick it in the next couple weeks. Um, I want to try it out first. I just got it today. And the big purchase that I'm most excited about is finally Sean Jennings has purchased the complete Star Wars saga on Blu-ray. And right. he is watching the whole thing in the lead up to The Force Awakens in a couple weeks. Nice. Finally. Nice. Finally. Very popping cool. that cherry. <laughs> Wait. Does this mean you've never watched Star Wars before? I, I, people just <laughs> are disgusted with me the second I mention it, but that is correct. I've never I, seen I an episode of Star Wars. this has come up before, and I just yeah. completely forgot. Oh, no. People, uh, Dan, honestly, it's your your mind couldn't accept that fact, and you just right. rejected it. <laughs> right. It doesn't fit with my narrative of it, Sean. Exactly. So it's <laughs> it's not a fact. Yes, no. People, people literally get mad when I say that. So um, I figured it is... About time, this movie is going to make a gazillion, bazillion dollars at the box office. It's going to be the biggest thing ever. I can't not watch mm. it, so I'm like, all right, I'm finally. So I picked so up the, the Blu-ray set, which I'm excited for. This is because for. you're uh, you're like a uh, a movie nerd. You're like in the you're. I feel like you, you seem to be one of those people who you're like a in the moment movie nerd. You're a modern movie 
enthusiast. You like to know what the movies are coming out. And the yeah, Oscars I do. I'm a big answers. trailer guy. I like trailers and that kind of stuff. But honestly, I very rarely will actually sit and watch a movie. I just, I just <laughs> never do it. I feel like Sean, Sean, Sean's a TV. I'm guy. a big TV guy. Absolutely. I've will... seen every TV show except mm-hmm. the good ones like Game of Thrones. Except, <laughs> yes, exactly. No, you're right. I only watch terrible things. You should know that by now. Uh, after we've done 111 of these. Um, that I have no taste. So I'm going to watch Star Wars, and I'll let you know how it goes, and we'll be doing – I think we're going to do some Goldilocks shows around it as well, so <laughs> nice, you can listen nice. to my, my full I'm, review there. I'm going to make a prediction right here. Yeah, all right, go no, ahead. Knowing Sean as I do, he's going to love episodes one, two, and three. <laughs> That's mean. And thoroughly dislike four, I find that yes. offensive. Now, now, Sean, Even what, I know better. What order are you going to watch them in? I'm going to do theatrical release, so I'm going to do four through six, one through three. All right. Have you considered – uh, four, five, one, two, two three, three six. six. Yeah, no, we talked four, five, two, three, six. Four, five, two, three, six. Where's one? Skip and one. Just don't do one at all. Yeah, yeah, just just use that with a frisbee with your dog. Dan, that is the fifth <laughs> combination of movies that has been suggested to me. It is confusing at this point. I'm just gonna stick with the regular order. That's fine. That's reasonable. Um, and, and we'll see. Cause at, at, hey, at some point you gotta watch them all, good or bad. Um, they can't all be winners, so I'm I'm excited. And actually, to be honest, from the trailers and stuff, I'm super excited for the new one. So, um, I'm 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 glad I, to be caught up. I'm also very excited for the new one. I can't like I haven't got tickets yet, so I don't know when I'm actually Uh-oh. gonna see the new one. But I will see it sometimes. I will see I it at know. some point. Yeah, I, I, really I'm not a, like a midnight release guy. I don't I don't do yeah. that usually. No, like I definitely wouldn't do that. But I feel like. Maybe it's the uh, the hype is all artificial, but I feel like there's so much hype that it's going to be busy for at least the first weekend. Well, it's tough for you guys because you live in a city. You know, where, right. where I live, I, I still think I could probably get at least, like, following day after opening night tickets, I bet, are still available for you guys. I have no idea. Yeah. Yes. My, my friend was in Australia, and he was ordering tickets in the middle of the day on a crappy cell phone connection. But he, he, he was... Doing it from like the minute they started on sale on Fandango, mm-hmm. he got the earliest. The first showing he could get was six a.m. opening night, and he's gone. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, people That's are doing it I, again. This movie is going to make the earliest I could get was Sunday at six p.m. Wow. <laughs> Stay off social media for a while. That's my recommendation. I just yeah. have to get. Saturday. You don't don't have to get spoiled. That that's and that's probably what I'll do is I'll see it during that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm definitely in no rush to see it. You know, in the first showing. Nice. Who knows? Maybe I'll be such a big Star Wars fan. Yeah, that's true. We'll see. And then you would be the only one among us to go to opening night. And how ironic would that be? That would be super <laughs> ironic. I'm most excited for what poises to be my favorite character, Jar Jar Binks. So he uh, seems so funny. And, uh, and George Lucas's favorite character. I don't know yes. if you saw that. I saw that interview. That's fantastic. Well, given the fact that you didn't do a spit take, I, I assume you didn't hear me or you already knew that. <laughs> I No, I, I already knew that. But, uh, but why are you surprised? George Lucas is the ultimate troll. Let, Dan, let's be honest. Dan, did you see the article? Uh, I forget where, where it was. I wish I, I would have remembered, but it was something about like uh, this theory that Jar Jar Binks was supposed to be like, the 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 Sith Master and everyone yes. hated him so much yes. that they changed it. Yes, and, and didn't Lucas or no Abrams said that's his favorite fan theory. <laughs> he said he said bar none nice. that is absolutely his favorite. I like that one. <laughs> How fun! Well, good. We got a lot to look forward to. Uh, I remind everybody, 
we'll keep you up to date on everything Star Wars here uh, for sure at uh, don'tpanic.io being the website, and of course, across all the social medias and podcast distribution locations. You can get all the links at the website, don'tpanic.io, uh, and your feedback at don'tpanicshow on Twitter and don'tpanicshow at gmail.com. Let's get into some tech news. There's very little this week. I'll be honest. We're in the, the holiday doldrums where there really aren't any kind of announcements or big news or big changes and stuff. But we got a few stories. We got a few carryovers from last week. Uh, we usually scrape scrape the bottom of last week's barrel when this <laughs> happens. But that's okay. I they still think there's good stuff in here, guys. Uh, anywhere you'd like to start. We've got uh, an update on Amazon Prime Air. We've got a new update from Pebble. Um, so Apple didn't rumors. talk about likes being the new favorites last week. No, we didn't get to that. We ran out of time. Okay, let's let's, let us, let's get to that one. Let us discuss. Good point, Dan. Uh, Twitter announced last week. Um, if you've used Twitter, you know there's that little star icon referred to as your favorites, right? And you click that, and it essentially saves a tweet to a list uh, of all the tweets you've hit star next to. To be honest, it was never really defined what favorites were for. Um, some people, like I know I personally use it to save tweets I find particularly funny or amusing to reference later. Some people use it as like a read it later list. Some people just favor everything because they can. Um, and some people didn't even know it existed. While Twitter updated, uh, two weeks ago, favorites are now likes and they are represented by hearts instead of stars, red hearts, um... That's basically the only change. It also changed, interestingly, on Vine as well. Vine, you know, like things as well. Vine being owned by Twitter. Um, they spread the change across both. Um, the uh, favorites were born in 2006, which, uh, fun fact, actually predate the like on Facebook by about three years. Wow. The like didn't come till 2009. Tumblr's Red Hearts didn't come till 2008. So um, favorites have been around a long time. Um crazy as well what do you guys uh what do you guys think of this change coming so from i'm Twitter? curious what how do you how did you folks use favorites before they changed them to likes i i um always used them as likes but then i constantly felt guilty about doing it because like i i always heard like people in my head talking about how they're they're not likes they're bookmarks <laughs> uh but i still use them as likes anyways yeah, I, I started with mine as a read it later function, and then uh, one of you uh, turned me on to Instapaper, um, which has changed my life forever. <laughs> so uh, I use that instead, and now I just use it for like I, I either particular friend tweets that reference me or something about a friend, um, or I use it for particularly funny tweets. I'm kind of excited. When I move into my own place, I think I'm going to do a big collage wall of all of my favorite tweets. Um, I haven't decided exactly how I'm going to do it, but that's what I'm using favorites for, is for tweets I find particularly amusing or interesting. Um, I don't know. What about you, Dan? Do you, are you a big favorites or liker? Yeah, I'm a big liker. I Let's see. Yeah, I have a lot of likes in the past month scrolling through here. A lot. Or Oh, they give you a number, start... don't they? Do they? Okay, let me see. Oh, I, I'm curious. No, that's I because look. I don't use the Twitter website. I only use TweetBot. So I actually uh... haven't even gotten this update yet as a result of that. <laughs> yeah, a few of the updates. I know Hootsuite's updated because I use that for work. Um, and uh, But you're right. Some apps haven't updated. 2,366 th- 2, likes. Uh... Can I see everyone else's likes? Uh, yeah, but it's kind of buried. So. You gotta go. 
You got to go to their profile, and then there's oh, only four hundred for Colby. Yeah, Jeez. I only have two hundred sixty-one. Oh, yeah. But mine are very. I mean, I remove them. I'll go back and remove them. I mean, I'm, I really curate. Them. Are you an unliker? I do. I un. If I'm, I'm real. Let's see. My last like was from one at Colby Rabidou. A uh, dear guy in a car who I completely misdirected. I hope you find your way to where you're going in spite of me. Oh man, that was a good I one. Still feel bad about that poor that. guy. I I I mean, so I will say I got him at least a little bit more in the right direction than he was going. But I uh, it turns out all streets that begin with a B are not the same street. I guess that's that's all I'll say. That's a Boston tip for you. Yeah. And like, I realized my mistake as he was speeding away through the traffic light. And I was like, no. no. Aw, poor guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So he probably had a worse day and it was all my fault. That was a good tweet. Actually, yeah. I wanted to reference. I was going to like sub pick. I think people should follow Dan on Twitter. And here is why. At Jazz Dan. Because yesterday he tweeted something that I am still thinking about today <laughs> and that is his his brilliant startup idea that i cannot get out of my head because it's such a stupid good idea um and someone should I didn't see this one did, oh. which I, and i'm sure it exists right someone has to be doing this. which one the cocktail one yeah craft oh, cocktails yeah. by mail we should do that it's such a good idea because yeah the thing I've that sucks about cocktails about is it. you have to buy large amounts of everything yeah and then the beauty of it is you go to all the specialty or even big name liquor manufacturers and get them to give you a discount if you use their brand name small and liquor samples the in the off. box. Get to this. I'll just <laughs> mute all this in the edit. Uh, no, it's such a good idea. And I'm like, yeah. I feel so foolish for like, why aren't we making a gazillion dollars? Well, so there's this one that I've been getting ads for on Facebook and Instagram, but it, they just give you a mix. Oh, like, like a powder or something? You just no, add like a, a pre-mixed thing. You just like... Just oh. add rum, and you. But that's that right takes up. away the fun. Yeah, that's that's all the fun is making it. Well, it's yeah. like it's like the difference between blue a blue apron or a Hello Fresh versus a, a TV frozen dinner. It's like the fun right. is actually making it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it would need to be blue apron for cocktails. I love it, and you just get li like a little. If you need lemon yeah. juice, it's a little bottle of lemon juice, and you you know, you know, a couple little mints. Yeah, mint leaves or now is the time for this. Oh, absolutely. Because people are going crazy about cocktails. I it's subscribe. True. And then I was yeah. thinking, see, I shouldn't say all these good ideas, but I was thinking about it. The, the other big problem is the equipment, right? You do need equipment to make cocktails. But what I was thinking is, if people guarantee to sign up for six or 12 months and pay in advance, you give them a bunch of hardware for free because you make it back in the commitment for the year. And then you can true. claim you have a long-term subscriber. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so Blue Apron like has a side business where they sell kitchen stuff. Yeah. Like you can buy, like if you want a new kitchen knife, you can buy a knife from Blue Apron and it'll show up in your box with your, with your mm -hmm. meals for the week. But why, yeah. Why aren't we doing this? God. We can do it. I mean, it sounds it's it sounds like, in a way, it sounds super hard because like, uh, we'd be. I feel like the challenging part is like the logistics of putting together. Oh, these order boxes. fulfillment. Sure. You, right. you, it's you, it's yeah yeah. It's not like a a classic tech problem where it's just software. It's no, like software. No, no. Is we not got we got two guys for that already, so we're That's fine. True. But. Yeah. Um, no, the, the problem is you need a warehouse. You'd have to get somebody in purchasing. You'd have to purchase items probably in bulk and then redistribute them into small bottles. You'd need personnel for that. Yeah. Um, we could start super small. 
we can make it a super exclusive thing and we'll just start by like going to the grocery store and like and buying buy a line and, and some nifts and well, putting a, them in a it's bag. a proof of concept right yeah. that's exactly what it, can you we'd have to look and see what states you can mail small quantities of liquor in that's that's a fair point um but, i think can you can you, do it in massachusetts yeah, cause, and it's different for wine. It's different. Right. There are all kinds of different rules. So well, I'd that's be... why I'm, I thought don't ship the alcohol. Uh, that's true. Right, and you could because do that. It, it's more it's more efficient to just get a bottle of rum. You can make a lot of different cocktails. But I do think some of the fun, though, is then you can start playing with not like when I say flavored liquors. I don't mean like whipped cream vodka, but I mean <laughs> like really like craft liquors or – you know, um, unique liquors, things you wouldn't normally have in your cabinet. I think that's part sure. of it. But that could be a premium version, right? You could do the one without the, the liquor, and then you, you charge them extra, and you get and you make the margin. Right. Or, like, state to state, maybe. Yeah, exactly. If this applies in your state. Oh, we're so oh, smart. Shit. I'm uncomfortable at how smart we are. I mean, there is saloonbox.com, so. <laughs> okay, so it's already been done. Yeah. They're going to get a bunch of search traffic from the three of us right now. <laughs> a bunch. A bunch. <laughs> we just got so many direct hits. I mean, Dan, right here is 100% of our viewing audience, so right. I wouldn't true. I wouldn't look him in the mouth. Oh, look at this. Curated cocktails. Yeah, that sounds about right. Let's see. All the ingredients are needed. We source fresh ingredients, and then spirits. They send you that. I want to see, like, an example thing. I'll see what's in our current shipment. We're giving these guys like free free promotion on our show. Nobody watches. <laughs> They're like front page is nice, and then I got to this page with like center oh, it's text. super shitty, it's terrible. Yeah. Let's see. And they'll ship anywhere. <laughs> A jack of all trades. It's got French apple brandy, liquor, rye whiskey, bitters, maple syrup. Yeah. Frequently asked questions. This is really riveting radio, I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, what is included in the box? Yeah, you get you get the liquor. Huh. This is uh, this is interesting. It is oh, a- someone over twenty-one does have to sign. <laughs> oh, that's when the box is delivered. That's um, tricky. Where do you ship? Let's see. Are not shipping to the following states. Um, Alaska, Alabama, Arkansas, Delaware, Hawaii, Kentucky, um, MS is Missouri, um, North Dakota, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Dakota, and Utah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So most Luckily, I don't live in Rhode Island anymore. <laughs> Crazy Catholics. Yeah. I might have to. I might have to try this. It's kind of pricey, though. Is it? it? Well, it's thirty-seven fifty a box, but another thirteen dollars in shipping. So you're paying fifty bucks a box for two drinks. But each drink makes mm. more than one drink, so two recipes, and it doesn't say how many you get per. Yeah. See, so. the problem, like, there's literally no way I could have something where I had to be there to sign for it. That mm-hmm. is not that that is an ordeal I am not willing to undertake on a monthly hey, basis. There's startups that'll do it for you, so. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there are. That's great, but <laughs> enough yeah, with think, all the startups. I think leaving the alcohol out would be interesting because there's there's tons of uh, bitters companies and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. No, and and I think, I think that's where you separate out your pro. You know, like your 
like a Colby type guy who actually knows what he's doing to some degree versus just like a yeah. Joe like me who's like, I'd like to try this. Um, I think yeah. excluding the liquors, it's like, well, I have rum in my cabinet. I can make, you know, versus right. somebody who's going to notice the taste differences with a French rye whiskey kind of yeah, nonsense. Yeah, yeah that would be interesting. It would. Someone I'm, go do I'm, that. I'm going to think about this more. All right. I'm going to keep thinking, too. This yeah. is a good idea. If you have suggestions on how we can make a lot of money, email us. <laughs> don't panic show at gmail.com. <laughs> I, don't even... I, I have a suggestion. I have another idea. Okay. Right. Uh, oh, did I talk about this last week where the, the Bluetooth headphones and you should just be able to tap them on the computer? Yes. They pair? Okay. Yeah. Yes. That, should, that is totally how that should work. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Someday. All our devices will be too smart for their own good. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Let's uh, let's continue on. More uh, more to talk about, gentlemen. What would you like to so, discuss? I downloaded Facebook's new app that no yes. one wants. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. And what, did you do it just now, or have you been using? No, it? No, I've been using it since I downloaded it during the last show because I, yeah, I did too. Yeah. It. <laughs> what, what do you think, Dan? Well, for, well, first, let's tell the people what, what they're talking about here. Facebook launched Notify, another spinoff app of Facebook. Um, we've talked before about their tight integration with content publishers. Um, well, now with Notify, they essentially push news stories based on what you say you like. You can follow different feeds, and it notifies you, unsurprisingly, um, as well. And then you can uh, read the stories via the app. I mean... Okay, so first, I it's interesting because there have been a lot of a fair number of breaking news events since last week, sadly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I'm not sure that I really want to know about them that quickly. Uh, like, if it's hyper local, I'm gonna get the like, you know, broadcast text message on my phone, anyways. Mm -hmm. uh, but otherwise, it's too many, and you get I get like two to three a day, and it's just uh, too much. Also, you don't read it in the app; it just launches a web browser. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, man. Plus, you can do that with the New York Times Daily, or whatever that thing is called. Uh, that free version of the New York Times can give you uh, updates like that too. Right. Yeah, I. Uh... I've been getting CNN news alerts for the past, like, since I've owned an iPhone um, forever. And they work fine enough. I didn't feel the Facebook app added anything other apps didn't already do and that I didn't already get. You know me. I am all about push notifications. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't need more. And the Facebook app, actually, there were, I think, two times a notification came up that I liked. And I actually didn't open the Notify app and instead just went on my desktop at work or a different app to read it. So I really didn't see a ton of use out of it, to be honest. Um, it's just it, there's there's nothing new or different about it that there aren't a million apps that already do this. Right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I just I don't know. I'm not like I don't need more notifications on my phone. Mm hmm. Uh, like I, I've gotten in, in the re recent past, I've gotten like much stricter about what I will allow to see. Like I want to see text messages. Mm -hmm. I want to see, I don't want to see emails, personal or work emails. There's too many of them. Fuck, fuck those guys. <laughs> uh, Quote that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't want to see like, I don't, I, I've 
notifications for Facebook turned off. I have notifications for like Instagram turned off. I I do have Twitter on right now, but only because it is so infrequent. Mm-hmm. Like like I rarely I just don't tweet a lot, so I don't get a lot of um I don't get a lot of like interaction. So when I do tweet, it like doesn't really matter. Like that that tweet about the that poor guy the other day, like a couple people favorited it or liked it. I guess is that what it is now? They yeah, they liked it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, I got some donification. That was fine. Uh, but like, other than that, the only thing I want a notification about is like if the train is broken or if there's something going on that is going to affect the train. Then I want to know that. Like, I really want some sort of like hyper local Boston news. Like something just happened on your street. Like there was there was an accident like on the street that you're on right now. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to know because that's when I just get off the train and walk home. Uh, But yeah, I don't see how this is useful for notifications. And the, the other thing with stuff like that is like, I go to Twitter like eight times a day. So like, I don't need to be real time notified Mm -hmm. about national news. Like I'm going to see it in, in, you know, half an hour when I go to Twitter the next time. Yeah. Yeah, it just it just bugged me because it, that's literally all it is is a push notification when New York Times publishes a story. I mean, that's really there there there's nothing unique or intri- this is like a, a, it's not even a, a version one. It's like barely a version zero of a product. It's yeah. just you know RSS has existed for forever and does the same thing. So I don't right. I don't get what what they're going for. And I thought their whole big thing was instant articles and we have publishers integrating directly into the system and, and they didn't harness any of that with this, which is weird to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is strange. You'd think, I I mean, I didn't look into it or download it, but I, I would have assumed it had something to do with instant articles. And maybe it will in the future. Um, I know instant articles has been slow to roll out, but like, for example, you know, Dan's right. You, you open up a story and, uh, and it just opens up in a, in a web browser, you know? Um, and it's literally just a list of news. I mean, Twitter is more full featured. I don't know. It just, it just, uh, I don't know. It's very interesting. So I, I like instant articles a lot though. When I, uh, I get a lot of the New York times things in my Facebook feed and I click through to those and it's great when it just pops up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, Here's an, an interesting trivia. I read this before we went on the air. Um, <clears throat> Apple, you know, the giant computer corporation, spends 3.5% um, annually on R&D. Guess what percentage Facebook spends annually on research and <laughs> development? Like all of it? 50? I don't know. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't think you could spend that high. No, 22%. Wow. Google spends sixteen percent. Apple is just unusual. Well, also because they make a gazillion dollars, so um, you know, three point five percent goes a lot farther. But um, but yeah, fa- Facebook is is right up near the top of tech companies in terms of R and D spending, and I'm, I, it's kind of a bummer if that's what they're spending it on. Well, I mean, consider like Oculus no. is probably R and D spending. I'm sure it's a lot of uh, things. The the drone stuff is probably R and D spending. Mm-hmm. So there are like much more interesting R and D things, but like. This seems like such a waste of time. Like, I don't yeah. know, nothing. I, I I feel like nothing that's come out of these like spinoff apps besides Messenger and and groups. Like, nothing that wasn't already a part of right. like, Facebook proper has has gone anywhere. Oh, but you're telling me everyone doesn't use Pages? Uh, 
No. <laughs> Remember Pages? Pages like the app. Pages is still there. It's still there. Do you mean I paper. Think. Or paper. Yeah, That's her, what yeah, I yeah, Thank yeah. you. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. And paper was good, actually. I didn't mind I think, paper. I think some people do use paper. Do they? Uh, I, th- I think that'd be good because I think paper is way at least better looking than Facebook's current app, which I think is not really great. So, yeah, I don't know. You know me. I like to hate on Facebook. I mean, they also, did you read that article a couple weeks ago about how uh, Facebook is spending a lot of time in AI solving Go mm. because it's actually really good at doing image recognition also? Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out. So that's R and D. Yeah. Yeah. And that, but uh, again, that's exciting. And maybe it's just cause we don't see that kind of stuff. Like I think the, um, what is it? M, which is their, their personal assistant that yeah. you're working on. That's yeah. kind of cool. Like I get excited right. for that. It's just that instead we read stories about notify and not. <laughs> right. Well, I see, see, I feel like something like M is, uh, I feel like that's something that Facebook can do better than a startup Yeah. because they have the like, you know, 16% of, of whatever, however much they spend a year, mm-hmm. uh, which is more than the $0 that a startup has. Yep. And you probably could have built Notify on a $0 budget. So, um, <laughs> right. Like it's know, not, it's not, uh, it's not particularly impressive. No. Well, and, and Hey, listen, Facebook, I think it's clear their strategy is be very open about what we release to the public and, and see how things work and let them, you know, fly or die on their own merit. And, I'm not going to fault them on that strategy. I mean, it, it's I guess it's working for them because they are finding out what's working and what's not. But um, it gives us a lot of room to critique them, which is why we're here for an hour. Every <laughs> yeah, yeah, it keeps I, us in business. I think that, like you saw, you see a lot of uh, breaking computer research come out of Google and IBM. Uh, I think Facebook will have the next big thing, the next Watson, mm-hmm. and the next uh, cat detection video detection algorithm will will be a facebook thing definitely. because of that spending definitely and it'll be nice to see that and then I, and then i get to eat all my words so that's <laughs> something to look forward to on episode what episode about 150 um i'll get to to suck it but but you're i mean you're totally right in that like this this short-term public like R&D stuff is, yeah. is like has been pretty stupid. Well, I think that's what part. Google is so good at. How long have they been yeah. teasing the self-driving cars? And Google Glass, right. how well did they tease that? Of course, it didn't it fanned out, but at least we thought they were smart for a while. Yeah. I mean, they just play the game better. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, well, it's I guess Google's also at a later like a little more mature uh in in that. And and because of that, they're able to go like farther. Mhm. Uh, oh, definitely. Like much, much broader scope, whereas Facebook is still still a little limited. In, in Although they're, they are getting there, which is like, going to be exciting. Sure. You know, when you start talking about drones and Oculus and some of this stuff, that's exciting. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing at all to have another another uh, big player on, in the big time stuff. I think yeah. that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, I do. I, I am a Facebook stockholder <laughs> as a former employee, so yeah. Good disclosure. <laughs> that's good. We're we're very legal on this show. Totally fine with that. <laughs> totally fine. Uh, fantastic. All right. Well, uh, that's it for Facebook. We've got time for another story, gentlemen. Uh, what uh, want in here? As you're excited, we can talk about Yahoo Mail and ad blockers, some Apple rumors. We can talk Pebble, some Amazon stuff. What sounds good? Uh, I would be okay with talking about ad blockers if you guys want to. Let's do it. All right. Yahoo. 
Remember Yahoo? Yeah. They're the, the most the... popular search engine in Japan. That is a fantastic fun fact. I go. love that. Um, remember Yahoo Mail? Yeah. Yeah, we, t- we talk about AIM. Let's talk about Yahoo Mail, sure. um, a service that is somehow still around. Um, well, uh, people are using it, and apparently, um, uh, a, a let's see if, if I want to get the story here right. A thread on the Adblock Plus forums suggested some Yahoo u- Mail users were being prom- pre- uh, were being prevented from accessing their email unless they disabled their ad blockers. And a Yahoo spokesperson confirmed <coughs> the message is indeed part of a test for some users. Quote, at Yahoo, we are continually developing and testing new product experiences. This is a test we're running for a small number of Yahoo Mail users in the U.S. Uh, according to the forum posts, the message they got was, uh-oh, we are unable to display Yahoo Mail. Please disable ad blocker to continue using Yahoo Mail. So the question I have to both of you gentlemen is... People have been using ad blockers for a long time. That's not new technology. But how far will companies go to fight back against ad blocking technology? Will they go so far as to block major web applications? I now open the floor. <laughs> I think they'll they'll go as far as they can before people stop using their app. That's, yeah, that's the answer. Well, I, I, yeah, I think that might be the question. Maybe uh, will people stop using ad blockers or will they stop using these apps? Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I mean, I think the, the uh, like ethics of ad blocker debates lately have been kind of, kind of interesting. Like with all the, like with Marco Arment, like Mm -hmm. putting up his app and then taking it down immediately because he felt bad. And then um, I decided that I don't buy the, like there are good ads and bad ads and not to say that ads are bad inherently, but it is the case that ads are annoying and the <laughs> technology exists to, to get rid of them. And I am not going to feel bad about using it because like the fact that the technology exists to block them means they're no longer relevant. So, so, uh, you know, it's time to figure out a different way to make money off mm-hmm. of your stuff. Uh, and, and, I'm not like I'm not going to feel bad for the people who can't make uh, figure out a different way uh, because it's just not relevant anymore. I certainly don't feel bad for Yahoo. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess like, <laughs> you know, it stu- sucks for the little guys, I guess. But mostly I still don't care. <laughs> uh, so we we can all move on with our lives into something uh, less annoying. <laughs> yeah. I, I And I, I'm going to I. 80% of the way agree with you. I think when the web first came around, we legitimately didn't know what it was and how to make money on it, and ads were a good answer. I think the yeah. web is mature enough that there are solid, legitimate alternative to ads. Now, not in 100% of cases, and I get that. And there are websites I have exempted from ad blocker because they make a good case um, and they, they're very unintrusive with the ads and they have one ad at the top and that's it. Um, and it's a small site I know and, and that's fine. And I'll do that because I know that's a legitimate case, but I think you're right when you talk about the yahoos and even some of these bigger kind of network style, you know, the verge and some of these bigger blogs where ads are just really a hazard to the experience. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to block them every time because you know what their alternatives i'm just not going to visit the site at all so they're not getting my ad money anyway and that's really what it is 
at least you know figure out a new way to get my money and at least get me going to your site because if your site sucks with ads i'm just gonna stop using it and then you're really losing so i i agree i think it's time to stop getting upset with ad block users um and instead figure out ways to engage ad block users because there are websites who have made personal appeals like marco arment's a good example and some of these sites that have said listen this is how i pay my bills i am I, I purposefully have just one ad on my site and it and then in that case I'll do it. Like just explain to me, don't just throw up a thousand ads that break your website. And and I, I think that just people have to just have an open dialogue about it. Um because people are smarter than they used to be. But then again, I just saw an article and I, I wish I had it up, but that it, they said millennials, I don't know exactly the age of the survey. They were young. I wanna say younger than twenty one um year olds could not tell the difference on Google between which links were ads and which links were not ads. Um, and it, it was a far greater number than those above that age. So at the same time, maybe these terrible ads are working. And, yeah. and even though there are a lot of people using ad blockers, those who aren't are more susceptible to them. So, yeah. If, so, I mean, I think Google is perhaps a little uh, different from the common case because Google is serving its own ads. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, most websites are not, which is why they're so slow and so intrusive. Like Google ads don't really degrade the Google experience because mm-hmm. they're baked into it. Like uh, it is a part of the search results. Mm-hmm. And sure, it's probably unclear to people who don't have that historical context. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's like if I notice it and if I notice that it's better without them, like because there are websites that load way faster with an oh, ad blocker. Yeah. Uh, especially on your phone, it's mm-hmm. it's amazing on on my phone. I I can't I can't get over it. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I just like I did when when that when the I guess it this all happened with iOS nine when that was like built in as a feature, and I did it. Like I took a uh you know I took a few. I I thought about it for a few weeks. Like I I wasn't sure because I did sort of step back and be like. Hmm, maybe this is something I should I I I don't want to do, but uh, I've come to a firm conclusion that it is, and uh, it's the case that ads are, you know, ads at least delivered in this way yeah. are no longer relevant. Well, if if an ad makes your site worse, the problem isn't with ad blockers; it's with your website, and and right. I, that that's how I'd sum it up. If if it if it doesn't change the experience or even impacts it very slightly. Then go for it. You put ads in. Good for you. But, you know, I, I go to some of these websites, especially on mobile, where they're not blocked. And it's like four layers of ads on top of one another, all scrunched down to the small screen. And it, it's insane, some of these websites. And, you know, Time is awful. Have you ever been to Time's website? It's awful on mobile with ads. It, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Dan, you, you've been you've been quiet. Yeah. Uh, anything to add? Uh. No, I I still have the ad blockers on. So clearly, like the like Colby was saying, the arguments haven't really affected me. I I do think that there needs to be a way for services to make money that aren't charging or that aren't showing people ads. Uh, I'm still not quite sure what that is. I saw uh, Google has a really cool feature. I forget what it's called. Where you oh, can... the contributor. Yeah, yeah. Which, what, which I'm actually a user of, and I'm going to look up my account. And I forget exactly what that's about, but it's something like you pay 
the the advertisers directly and you don't see the ads at all is that true yeah it depends on the website so some sites and it's weird and i don't know how they determine this but some websites they you don't see any ads when you pay and some sites the boxes are still there but they're grayed out and it says just you know small print thank you for using google contributor so the boxes are there but you don't see the advertisements um let's see <clears throat> over the past let me go last month so i've i have it's contributor.google.com. I have it set to $5 a month because I was just trying it out. Last month, they removed 108 ads. <laughs> um, the top website, I contributed $0.20 cents worth of ads to. Um, and many sites, um, like Washington Post, I gave them less than a cent to not see ads. <laughs> um, and some months, I don't hit the full $5. So... I love the experiment. I don't think enough websites use it, which is the problem because it's opt-in, so it's only a select number of sites. But yeah. it's a pretty good list of sites. Um, and and I, I would like ser more services and options like this yeah. um, to, to contribute to people. Yeah, so I think that's interesting. I think the freemium model is interesting, where if you if you actually have compelling features that users can pay for... Mm -hmm. uh, that would be cool. And I, I think that something like that is possible. Ars Technica <laughs> does this, where you can read any Ars Technica article you want for free, and they might even have ads. Uh, I don't know, because I have an ad blocker. But you can pay just, like, I forget what. You get, like, forum access, or you can oh, comment no. or something. So oh, no. I think there are ways. Uh, I, I will say that Google and Facebook ads... I am far less offended by than website ads. Yeah. Like, the ads well, in Google, I mean. And that's like what's shocking search. to me. Colby, I thought it was a great point you said where Google controls the experience and that's why it's good. Yahoo owns an ad network. They serve their own ads. So I don't, if you've been to Yahoo's website, I don't understand why their ads are so terrible. Because yeah. they, they do own the experience. And that's, <laughs> right. It's like, it's crazy. Like, yeah, it's, it's very surprising to me. Yeah. I get the and sense... I, that Yahoo's like that Microsoft XKCD picture where it's just like all the different uh, departments pointing guns at each other. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I, I can't imagine being in Yahoo right now. It's the, the, like, to be clear, I don't think ads are inherently bad. I just think mm -hmm. the way that they are executed in most cases it is, is a pretty unfortunate experience. And and you know, arguably not great like security wise and or privacy wise. Um, so like, you know, I know uh, some people feel negatively about the sort of like integrated ads that you see in like Google searches or in your Facebook timeline. But honestly, I think that's okay. Like, yeah. I think that's fine because it's not intrusive. It feels like a part of that. And, you know, if sometimes, once in a while, you get an interesting thing. Like, once in a while, I click on a Facebook ad. That's the best I, kind of ad. A relevant yeah, ad. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow, I'm actually vaguely interested in this. Or, mm -hmm. like, I want to play this game. Or I'm going to watch this movie for, for for Fallout or something, right? Yep. Um, like, yeah. I, I, I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad about that. Yeah. Because we yeah. do get it for free at the end of the day. Yeah, relevant ads are great. Delivered, delivered in a, a good format. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Something that actually it can be done. tells you about a product that you're interested in using is great. That's all I look for all day long when I'm cruising around on Twitter. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but nothing is showing me these things. Facebook ha- Facebook and and Google have pretty high hit rates for me on that. If I do a Google search for something, I don't I don't ignore the ads. The ads might be exactly what I'm looking for in that case. Mm-hmm. Uh, similarly, uh, Facebook has a sort of uh, creepy way of knowing what I'm looking for, which, you know, whatever. Yep. But they show me things that I'm interested in seeing. So yep. why is that so bad? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I I, th- I think people are going to get more creative as time goes on. Right. I, I mentioned Patreon on the show before, which I think is a great website. There are a lot of web comics that... You know, you pitch them a dollar a month, and then when they hit a certain goal, they take the ads off their website. I mean, things like that where, you know, I'd rather pay the creator directly. And, and I, I think there's a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipe as to as to how people get paid. And, and I, I think we're all in agreement. People deserve to get paid for the work they do. Um, but it, it's a two-way street. Uh, yeah. And, and we, we want to get a good experience and support them at the same time. Yeah. Well, I think, I think, I think you're right. And it's like philosophically uh, – the internet has changed like the way we value things mm-hmm. because you know, in the pre-internet day, I mean, you see this most visibly with like, uh, like mainstream content, like music, like, like top 40 music and, and TV and Hollywood movies and stuff. And, and all the fighting those industries have done to like, hold on because mm-hmm. they, they used to, they like, they used to make tons of money selling music because they were selling a physical thing. Like they, they were selling you a CD and, and they were charging you for the, the, like the medium through which you are listening to the songs. Mm. Like I think you could argue that the songs did not necessarily have an inherent value, but they were selling you the medium. So now that medium is completely irrelevant and the medium like doesn't cost any money anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not like anyone can, 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 uh, like provide the medium anyone can access the medium and it doesn't it costs them zero dollars to like distribute music so now they have this problem where it's like it's all of a sudden not worth what it was because the medium's not worth anything anymore so now we have to figure out how like how how you revalue this stuff yeah uh and it's 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 hard really interesting yeah yeah and and i will say for the record I did buy Adele's new CD on physical disc. So, yeah. hey, you know, someone's got to support the music industry. Why not? Why not me? Um, she sold plenty of those. All right. We're out of time for news. We're going to move on. Good discussions all around. We've got a lot of picks this week. I think we all doubled up, um, which is always fun. Um, but I know some of these are quick, too. I'll jump in and go first because I've got two very quick ones. That's why I doubled up. Um and hopefully next week I'll have a real pick. Um, my first being, you know, I try on the show to talk about how we make the show. So I picked XSplit before, which is our video mixing software. Um, and and I've picked the microphone I use and some of this other stuff because I know the camera that I'm using, I don't know, maybe someone finds it interesting. But I wanted to quickly mention mp3tag um, at mp3tag.de. Um, and it's a very simple piece of software. It's free. Uh, free to download. It's just free uh, open source software. Um, and essentially just lets you edit the tags on MP3 files. And this is how, if you've ever downloaded one of our shows, uh, you can right click and look at the the, uh, the metadata and it'll tell you uh, the title and the, the, the name of the show and the episode number and our album art and, 
Uh, this is the software I use to plug all that in for each episode. Um, it's super easy and lightweight, and it really just does one thing really well. So if you're creating audio files, don't forget to plug in the metadata, because I didn't do that for the first part of the show, and I think it was Colby who told me, Sean, you know, plug in the metadata. So I did. Um, and I'm glad I did. So uh, check it out. mp3tag.de. Very easy way to change the metadata on an mp3 file. My second pick <coughs> is off of Amazon. Amazon Basics. Do you guys buy any Amazon Basics stuff? No, yeah. Uh, sometimes. Cables, cables, yeah. Absolutely. I love, I buy so much of their stuff. It's really good. Their lightning cables are fantastic. Um, and so I picked up the Amazon Basics adjustable tablet stand, which I stupidly did not grab um, to use in front of the camera. But I did uh, buy a while back this. This is, and it's actually, this is really good. This is the Compass, uh, the something Compass. Um, and it's an iPad stand. Can you guys see the problem with it? It's solid metal, okay? And mm -hmm. when you put something like this in your carry-on at the airport, <laughs> you will get put through extra security. <laughs> I learned that a couple times. So... It's a very nice stand for the home. Don't travel with it. So instead, $8.99 Amazon Basics adjustable tablet stand is fantastic. It's plastic, so you won't get stopped at security. Um, and it's solid, and it's really nice, and it works with all different tablets. And I use them here at the desk for the show, and I use them around the house. Um, and for $8.99, it's really good. So Amazon Basics adjustable tablet stand. We'll have the link on the website um, for you to check it out. Um, it, it's a nice little thing to have around when you want to when there's a football game on or something and you want to put it on the kitchen counter or use it, you know, for, for your podcast, who knows? So <clears throat> check that out. All right, Dan, you've got some uh, comics picks for us. This is exciting. Yeah. So last week I did a lot of reading and ended up reading a fair bit of comics. I found out before we started the show that not everyone listening or on the show, listening to or on the show has <laughs> read saga yet. Saga <laughs> And this was previously recommended on the show. This is a repick from uh, our friend TJ. Uh, Saga changed my whole perspective on comics. I was just like, ah, they're okay, but they're they're too small, and like, you know, it doesn't really work. Saga is a story, is a, is is a a story is a piece of entertainment that can only exist in comic book form. You couldn't make a book and have it be the same way. You couldn't make this a movie or a TV show uh, or a video game. It has to be this. It's so mm -hmm. weird. It's bonkers. It's the, <laughs> the, the visual things that are happening are so unlike anything you've ever seen before. Uh, and the story is really, really good, too. So Saga is great. By the same guy who penned the story for Saga is another comic called Why the Last Man, which is about uh, what would happen if every single dude in the world died except one uh including animals so all sorts of crazy things would happen uh like what happens a couple years down the road when all the animals start dying because they can't reproduce uh what order they die out in uh the rats would go first uh for example uh anyways it's really really <laughs> interesting also a great story uh, so I, I use Comixology for those. I think they're all on Kindle also, or you mm -hmm. could get yield paper if you want it to. <laughs> yeah, I think I dislike flies in the face of my my general philosophy, but I think comics still might be better in in paper. Uh, I will say I haven't I haven't used Comixology in a long time, so it's it's been like two years since I 
looked at comiXology, so it could be way better. But I, I suspect uh, that were I to invest in this, I'd probably get the book version because my my graphic novels are something I've held on to uh, through all of my my book cullings <laughs> in yeah. in uh, recent history. I can't vouch for Why the Last Man, but I can say Saga is beautiful in paperback. Mm. Absolutely beautiful. I bought I bought all the volumes because they're. It's really great and it's very, very well colored. So yeah. um, you're welcome to try digital, but the paper is just as good. Nice. Cool. All right. Thanks, Dan. Dan Dan's My always pleasure. good for a, a book or comic book or graphic novel or, or whatever. So fantastic. Nice. Colby, you've, you've got a pair of picks for us as well. Yeah. What do we got this week? I got two. Uh, so one, uh, Sean, you mentioned you got a soundbar. Uh, this is a sort of related thing to my soundbar. So I got the Sono soundbar. And uh, Sonus is kind of cool because, like, you can play music to it and stuff. It's like its own little computer thing that you can connect to. Uh, one thing that's not cool about it is that it doesn't work with AirPlay, which is mm. is a little annoying. Like, their app is fine, like, but you can only use services that are integrated into their app. So, for example, I can't use Overcast <laughs> to play podcasts over my Sonos bar because it's not built into their app. Um, so I'm not really into that. I don't like that very much. Uh, so for a while I was using this, this thing called air Sonos that I found that is my, my pick and it would let you, uh, it's a, it's a little technical It's not really accessible if you're a consumer. Um, so it, it basically you start a little server on one of your computers and, and that's on the same network as your Sonos. And what it does is it kind of sets up a proxy like an airplay proxy for your Sonos bar. So, so you'll see your Sonos bar pop up in your airplay list and you can connect to it. And what it's doing is it's streaming the audio to your computer, which is then forwarded on to the, the Sonos. Um, so that was great for a while. And then, uh, iOS nine and, uh, El Capitan, the new, uh, the new Mac OS came out and they changed some airplay details. So it wasn't working, but it just got fixed. Uh, so I was super excited about that. It works totally fine. Uh, I set it back up again and now I'm once again, a happy camper because the other thing, uh, I think we talked about this last week. I don't remember we were, if we were on air or not, but I was complaining that like, I didn't like to airplay to my Apple TV for music. Mm -hmm. And the reason I don't like to do that is because the TV has to be on. And I, that just feels bad to me mm -hmm. uh, to have the TV on just for music. So now I can airplay directly to the Sonos bar uh, and for just music and the TV will stay uh, off. And so I was very pleased with that. Cool. Uh, in any case, so my real pick is, uh, a service called Pinboard. Uh, so Pinboard is like, so, so I'll preface this by saying I actually used this for a while in college. Uh, it's like a, it's like a bookmarking service. So a little, a little bit like uh, Instapaper or read it later, but not just for read it later. It's like save anything and everything and organize it however you feel like. Um, it's a little different. It is not freemium. You pay for it or you don't use it. Uh, but it is like unlimited as, as a result, it does not have a nice user, user interface by any mm -hmm. means. 
Um, but their their API like because you pay for it, they they freely offer API access. So there there's a, a plethora of clients for using Pinboard on whatever platform you want. There are iOS iOS apps, Android apps, uh, browser plugins, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that's really nice. Uh, so in any case, I've been using this. I, I don't know. Again, this was, we definitely talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on air, but I've been having this problem where I like read things, think they're interesting and then can't find them like the next day when I want to like revisit them uh, because I wouldn't save them to Instapaper because I didn't want to read it later. Exactly. I had just read it. Um, so I've been, I've been trying to use Pinboard like this for the last, I think it's been like three weeks now. Uh, and it's been great. And I, f- I feel great about it. Like everything, every time I visit a site that is, uh, even remotely interesting to me, I save it to my pin board with a couple tags and I can always get, always get back to it given it's only been three weeks. So who knows how long, uh, this will last mm-hmm. into, into the future, but so far it's been really good. So I like the service. It's very, uh, like, <laughs> I don't know. I warned you. It's it's not pretty, but it's very functional. Well, I'm excited to try it. That's yeah. uh Oh, oh, the other thing is uh they have two tiers and the the advanced tier which is uh, only a couple dollars more. I think it's like $7 versus uh, $11 or something. I I those are total total lies. Uh, it's I think it's 11 and 25. Okay, yeah. Um <laughs> it's that's like per y- year per year yes. yeah right so not per month per year yes um but you get archiving so every single link you save uh the pinboard service goes out uh visits the website downloads a copy of the website at the time you saved it and leaves it there forever so uh, cool. even if the site is removed or if things are updated, you can always go back and look at your own personal cached version of the website at the time you read it. So, uh, things will be alive forever, which I also really like. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm definitely gonna try it out. Cause like I said, I really like, uh, Instapaper, but, uh, I'm definitely gonna give this a shot. Cause I do, and I do use Instapaper. I have a lot of like links <laughs> in there that, I'm just saving because I want to save. Right. Well, that's what I not really built for that. Like I, I stopped like removing things from my Insta paper queue because I didn't want them to go away. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Pinboard.in is the website. We're going to have links to all of these on the website. Uh, So don't worry if you don't remember, go there. Don't panic.io. We'll have this episode up with all the links. And of course, all our past episodes, audio, video, all the places you can subscribe and follow um, are there as well. Uh, gentlemen, anything else you'd like to tell the fine folks on the internet before we conclude for the evening? Hmm. Nope. No, me either. That is it. All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. We're going to be back next week with more, more tech news, um, and more random discussions. We'll do all of it, um, as well here on Don't Panic. Thanks for joining us. On behalf of Colby and Dan, this is Sean wishing you well and letting you know we'll see you next time on Don't Panic.